Welcome to Thoughts on Thriving, a holistic lifestyle and wellness podcast that's here to help you become the healthiest, happiest, most aligned version of yourself. I'm your host, Ava, a registered dietitian and wellness junkie. I'm so excited to have you here as I dive deep into meaningful conversations covering topics from nutrition and mental health to spirituality and self-development and everything in between with experts in many fields. I'm so happy you're choosing to learn how to thrive today. Let's get into the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Thoughts on Thriving. Long time no talk, and it's been a while since I've said those words, so I'm so excited to be back on the mic and recording episodes again. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, you might have noticed I haven't been uploading episodes for the last four weeks, and this episode is basically going to actually be about that and why I decided to do a 30-day social media detox And I'm going to share everything I learned, why I did it, why I think everyone else should be doing this practice too, and just kind of sharing my experiences with 30 days free of any and all social media, including podcasts and podcasting. So first of all, I just wanted to say I apologize deeply for anyone who was expecting episodes and didn't see them coming out every week. I totally should have made a disclaimer and shared that I was doing this, but when I decided I was in such a not so great spot that the intuitive message was like, you got to get off and you got to get off now and you got to quit cold turkey and you can't log back in. And so that's what I did. And that's a little intense and I don't think that anyone needs to do that. And I don't think that that's necessary to take a break from social media. And it's also just really not a big deal, which I'm going to get into in this episode. But If you were expecting episodes or content from me and you noticed that it wasn't there, my apologies truly from the bottom of my heart, but I want to get into why I decided to do this 30-day social media cleanse, detox, whatever you want to call it, because this decision came from a number of different factors showing up in my life and giving me signs that it's time to kind of take a step back. So... Around a month ago, I was not feeling so good mentally, emotionally, spiritually, just like not really feeling it. I was in what someone would call a rut and I was really feeling just distracted is the best way I could put it. And I felt like I wasn't in alignment with who I wanted to be. I wasn't in alignment with my highest self or even just someone that I was proud of being. It didn't have to be like my highest, best self, whatever, but I was feeling not so great. And after going inward, I realized the reasons that I am not feeling good are A, I'm allowing myself to get really distracted and then not getting what I need to get done during the day done. And then it would cause a ton of stress and anxiety. And it's this procrastination pattern that I used to deal with a lot and I go in and out of it, but I really realized that I had not been as disciplined as I needed to be to feel good about myself and to feel good about how I was spending my time and how I was spending my days. And I wasn't living in a way that made me feel happy and made me feel good about myself. And I also realized that a lot of these distractions that I'm talking about were coming from my phone and coming from social media and coming from listening to so many other people's perspectives Um, content, their thoughts, and whether it's someone else's podcast or even just information. I was 
dealing with information overload and my brain could not think clearly and I was dealing with just this crazy sense of overwhelm. I was also like I said earlier, not being as disciplined as I normally am. And I'm a very disciplined person. Just that's my nature. It's how I am. And I was allowing myself to kind of quote unquote let go in the sense of work and just the way that I was spending my time, like I was saying. And I was reaching this point of burnout with social media as well. And I was realizing that because when I would go on, it wouldn't just be to post. It would be like, okay, let me scroll for an hour and then I'll post. And I think the reason I was doing that was because I was trying to numb and I was trying to kind of procrastinate what I wanted to do on social media that was purposeful, which is share information that I want to share that is going to help people. And I was procrastinating that because I was feeling so burnt out by it too. And I had been feeling this way for almost a couple months, but in the month before, I had a very clear intuitive message inside that said, Ava, you need to be better about this. You need to not spend so much time scrolling. Like I was spending a lot of time scrolling, which we all know is not good for our mental health. And I was doing that and then I was aware that I was doing it and then I was doing it anyway. Um, so I got this clear intuitive message that said, okay, Ava, if you want to go on social media, you can post, post what you need to post, do what you need to do, but then get off. And that message came through and I didn't listen to it because it's addictive. Social media is literally so addictive. It's made to be addictive and it's created for you to want to stay on there. If anyone's ever scrolled on TikTok, or been a person really in this digital age, you know what I mean. And at the same time, I was doing some research on dopamine, which is the neurotransmitter in our brains that essentially gets released when we're doing pleasurable things like going on social media. And when you go on social media and you scroll or you get a like or whatever it is, your dopamine pathway gets basically turned on and that chemical gets released. And then you're kind of getting pleasure at every single part of the day. And pleasure should not be that easy to obtain. But with social media, we have access to these dopamine hits all day long. So I wanted to give my neurotransmitters, my dopamine, a little reset, my dopamine response. And I wanted to find a way to obtain pleasure out of things that are not social media, out of things that are in real life and things that would normally give us pleasure if technology weren't a thing. So I really wanted to work on resetting my dopamine response. I wanted to not be so distracted all the time, which I think so many people might be able to relate to. If you're on social media a lot, if you scroll a lot, I think that your brain can just get jumbled up with all these different things that aren't even your thoughts or your beliefs or, you know, they're not you. And it's just all this noise and all this junk. And I'm not saying that all social media is bad. I literally post on social media and it's a part of what I do for a living. So I'm not against it, but I do think that it's really important to just be intentional and mindful. And I wasn't being either of those things. I also, like I was saying, was not being disciplined. And then this was actually feeding into not having discipline in other areas of my life. For example, with my health and with going to bed on time and all these things, which this whole pattern of scrolling too much and getting distracted and then getting overwhelmed and not getting what I needed to get done done definitely led to 
part of that as well. And then I was also just feeling really anxious. And part of being in a rut for me is when I feel anxious in a way that I don't feel I can control. And if anyone else deals with anxiety or anxious thoughts, intrusive thoughts, anything like that, you'll know that like, I mean, it's it's so different for everyone. But for me, it, it was becoming really all consuming. And then the last thing that happened was that I had some of my own health stuff coming up. Um, un- sort of, I mean, everything's related and interconnected, I believe, but also unrelated to a lot of this stuff. Um, and this was triggered by a series of events that happened this summer. I essentially got a parasite and I'm still working on things related to that. And so my own health needed to take a priority. And part of that was regulating my nervous system, which was not feeling regulated. And that's something I talk about a lot. And I needed to walk my talk. And I came to that realization too. So all these things were coming up, all these realizations, all these feelings, this big rut, all the anxiety, the lack of discipline, the distraction, the addiction, the really feeling addicted to social media and understanding that that's what what was happening and my dopamine pathways were just going off all day long and on top of that I knew I needed to stop scrolling so much but I wasn't doing it so I wasn't keeping my agreements which led to lower confidence in myself and my abilities to keep my promises to myself which is really important to me so this all adds up and I decide that I just can no longer take it and I also was sharing all of this with my coach, therapist, if you will, and together we came up with the decision that I needed to really reset and take a break and take a step back and take a break from social media. And the message was so loud and clear at this point and it all kind of came to a head one month ago. So one month ago, I deleted every single app that is remotely a social media app. I deleted TikTok. I deleted Instagram. I deleted podcasts. I deleted Snapchat, which I don't even use, but anything that is social media, I deleted. And I didn't even go on one more time. I was like asking myself, I was like, should I just go on one more time and maybe announce that I'm doing this or kind of warn people? And I was like, okay, first of all, no one really cares and no one really that's at the end of the day, no one really cares what anyone else is doing. Like people might care for a second and then they're back to worrying about their own lives. So not only is that a reason to do something like this and something that I was telling myself, but it's also something I learned is that really it's not so deep and it's social media is not real. It's a fake little world that is not real life. And as amazing as it is and as awesome it is that we get to spread all this amazing information and meet new people through it and it does affect our real lives, it doesn't have to and you don't have to live your life there. And in fact, you should not live your life there because your life is in the real world. It's not in your phone. So I guess that's kind of the context and the reasons that I decided to take a break and really focus on resetting not only my dopamine pathways, but my health and my own discipline and my self-confidence in keeping the agreements I make to myself and all these things that needed a little bit of a reset in my life. And I really just wanted to release the addiction. And it got to a place where the neural pathways were so strong that I wouldn't even want to go on social media. But whenever I had a spare moment, 
my thumb would just go to Instagram. And it was so subconscious and so automatic that it was honestly kind of scary. And I don't think I'm the only one who has ever felt that way before. I think that that's something that's honestly and unfortunately much more common than we think. So I decided to do this 30-day social media detox. Today's actually day 31, and I'm going to be going back on tomorrow, so I can't speak to how it's been coming back onto social media, but I did want to share some of the things that I've experienced in these last 30 days and some of the things I've learned to hopefully inspire you to maybe take a break, even if it is just a day or two off of social media, if that's not something you normally do or if you feel like you have this sort of addiction or your mental health isn't doing so well, I think that this has been one of the best months ever. And it's not a coincidence that it's it's the month that I didn't go on social media at all. So the first thing I'll say is that this break really taught me and allowed me to focus on my real life that I'm living and to really nourish and nurture my in-person relationships. And sometimes social media can give us this false idea that we have all these relationships that we're kind of putting work into and that, you know, this, this false sense of not being alone. And it's not false because people are sharing their experiences and you aren't alone. And a lot of people do share similar experiences and it's awesome to be able to share that online. But it does lead sometimes to this lack of strong relationships in real life because you think that you're getting that from social media and then you're actually not and I think it's so important to foster a community in person so I really loved the chance to be able to focus more on my relationships in real life which is not something that I didn't do when I was on social media but it did force me to kind of reach out to people more if I wanted to know what was going on in a friend of mine's life I had to reach out to them and text them or call them. I couldn't just go on social media and see what they were doing or watch their stories. And it is awesome to be able to keep up with your friends. Like that's a really great part of social media, but it's really awesome sometimes to just go back to the way things used to be without it and call a friend and ask them how they're doing or ask them what their weekend was like. And just these simple little things that we don't really do that much anymore because we're getting that information from our phones. And so I think that that was a really awesome thing that came out of this. And I'll talk about this in a bit, but I'm going to really go back in a really different way and be a lot more intentional. And part of that is not scrolling as much. And so I want to keep up this kind of outreach to people. And instead of feeling like I'm already updated on friends' lives because I can see what they're doing on social media, actually reaching out and having a conversation. I also think that it really allowed me to take a step back and just kind of reassess my career, my kind of back-end stuff with my business and my work, and to really just help me dial back in and focus on where I want to go, which I think is really positive regardless of what you do, whether your work is on social media or not. Either way, it ends up being a distraction a lot of the times, and so you're not able to like put that energy into where you want to go and planning for the future. So I really loved being able to focus on kind of where I want to go and a lot of really exciting stuff is in the works. I also have taken on a new position working with another awesome, amazing functional dietitian that 
I will share more about when I'm ready, but a lot of fun stuff in the back end is happening. A lot of fun updates with the podcast are coming. So it was also just really nice to be able to just focus and have that laser focus. And I will say on the topic of focus, I have gained my focus right back. Like I have been so much less distracted, so much more focused. And this did take a little bit of time. So I did kind of try to at first replace the addiction to social media with other things. Like maybe I would be online shopping a little bit more than I ever am and other things that would try I would try to get that dopamine hit from but once I would come to that awareness I'd really try to dial it back and go back to my intention with this social media break you know to kind of rid myself of these things and even though the break was from social media not online shopping it didn't mean that I should replace my addictions with other ones so it really allowed me to become more aware in the moment of when I'm doing things too because my mind wasn't so crowded and also really helped me to just break the addiction and be more focused and disciplined in my real life and it helped with discipline in other areas of my life because just like I wasn't being disciplined in other areas of my life because I wasn't being disciplined with myself with scrolling, I have gained back discipline with that because I kept my promise and did not go on social media for 30 days. But I also have been able to increase my discipline in other areas of life, which has been really helpful and has helped to make me feel good about myself, which You can go back and listen to my episode on confidence, but that's a big part of it is keeping the promises you make to yourself, keeping the promises you make to others, and it's really not to be taken lightly in my opinion. Another thing I wanted to touch on is something I mentioned earlier, which is burnout. Burnout is so real and you can start to feel it when it's coming on, when you feel at least for me, what happens is I I start to procrastinate the things that usually used to bring me so much joy and that used to be super easy for me. And that was a sign for me that I was getting burnt out with the thing I was doing. And when that happens, it kind of snowballs for me and gets to a place where I don't want to do anything. And I think that's really what burnout is, is when you get to a place where everything feels like a chore, everything feels like the hardest thing in the world. And I don't know of another way to beat burnout than to really take a step back, slow down, focus on yourself, focus on your health, focus on your mental health, and to just really, and I know that not everyone can do this, but really take a break from what it is that's burning you out. And it's happened to me before with school, which is nice because school has breaks built in, but with work, it's not like we have a three-month summer break so that we don't get burnt out with going to work every day. It's not like that. So finding micro ways to deal with burnout, whether it's ridding yourself of things that are distracting you from your work. So maybe you can't take a break from the work, but you're getting distracted maybe like me from social media or maybe it's with something else and that can actually help prevent you getting burned out from the job. Another thing you could do is just find boundaries that you can set within the day. So maybe, and this is something I want to implement now that I'm going to be back on social media, is maybe I can't go on social media for the first five hours of my day, but once everything is complete for the day, then I'm able to go. And just having these little boundaries in place and trying to take breaks when you can and being, you know, honest with yourself when you do need to take a break and maybe you need to take a sick day or maybe you just need to take just a self-care day but 
I think that it's really important to nurture ourselves, care for ourselves, and when we start to feel that burnout coming on, to do something about it so it doesn't reach that point. Because that's not only going to affect your mental health, it's literally going to affect so many parts of your physical health and can lead to things that are pretty serious. And I'm dealing with some of the physical effects of burnout right now as well. And I'm on the up and up and I'm, you know, health is a journey and I talk about this all the time and I'll share more when I'm ready to. But it's been, it's been a, like I said, a journey and it's not worth it to get to that place. So my goal moving forward is definitely going to be preventing it from happening and having those boundaries in place and taking breaks regularly. And that's another thing I really want to take forward from this is implementing some sort of a social media detox quarterly, whether it's for a couple days, maybe it's a week. But I've realized also that, you know, it's not so deep. And I said that a few times. And what I mean by that is that you don't need to be on social media all the time. You don't need Instagram. You don't need social media to have a good social life. You don't need to know what everyone else is up to all the time. You don't need to be taking content in 24-7. You don't need to listen to X podcast every single week. Even my podcast, like if this is making you feel overwhelmed with information and go into information overload, which I hope it isn't, but even if it is, like by all means, take a break from listening to the things that are overwhelming you. Take a break from just getting this constant flux of information that we are not supposed to be getting. We have not evolved to receive all of this information 24-7. And we also were not created to be on devices 24-7. And it's really something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, clearly. And I think that it's really important to just take a look at where you're at and what your relationship with social media is like. Because It is an addiction and not everyone is addicted, just like how some people can drink alcohol and not be addicted to it. And it's not, you know, the exact same. I don't want to compare alcoholism to social media, but I do think that we do have to take a look at all of our habits and addictions, whether it is with social media or not, with this sort of ruthlessness. And I think it's important to just be really honest with yourself while also being so kind and gentle with ourselves. Because just like processed food was created to be ultra palatable and so addictive, social media was also created the same way for you to not want to get off of these apps. That's the whole goal of these apps. But we are stronger than our neural pathways and our minds are so powerful that we can override these things. And that's what I ended up doing is overriding the addiction, overriding the neural pathways that led me to want to always open up a social media app and get the dopamine hits from them. So it is possible and it is amazing once you can get past your own addictions and get out of your own way. Another thing I wanted to share is also just the things that I've been able to do now that I have not been on social media all day long. So one of the things is that I have been able to get outside more and just spend more time outside, which you can always do, but sometimes I would just not make it a priority because I was making social media a priority without actually consciously doing that. And so I just have been able to take it slower and slow down and just feel more relaxed and at ease during my days and be outside more and really take it in. And the simple things like the sunshine on my face or 
the taste of my breakfast or, you know, that smell of coffee in the morning, these things actually became more pleasurable to me without social media because that started to become where I would get those dopamine hits. The things that were normally meant to be getting dopamine from, which is the simple pleasures in life. And I realized that a simple life is just so nice, a life that is just very grounded and not so crowded by other people's opinions and hot takes and whatever else is on social media. It just clears up so much brain space. And sometimes it would just give me space to not even think, but just have a clear, empty mind, which is really nice sometimes. And we don't have to be thinking 24-7 either. And like I said, with the anxiety, it was just anxious thought after anxious thought at that point when I decided to take the break. And so now it just feels a lot more calm and relaxed. And that's not to say that I don't have anxiety ever or that I never have those anxious thoughts, that I never get overwhelmed, that I never like falter and get, you know, distracted by something. That is so not true. So I don't want to say that this is going to be a cure-all for all those things, but I do think that I'm much more balanced and in a much more normal and regulated state than I was 30 days ago. And I don't think that anything I've done health-wise or anything like that has had this much of an impact on just my clarity mentally and brain and just my my mental health. I don't think anything else has had the effects that the social media break has had, at least not to this extent. So I think that if that's something that you're dealing with, this is something to really consider as well. And not only has it allowed me to enjoy the simple pleasures of life more, but I am much more present in my day too. And I wanted to talk about presence because even when we're not on social media scrolling or whatever, I feel like our brains are still there sometimes when we're not, or at least that is my experience. And I would be thinking about something that I saw on social media and it's not even conscious. It's not like I'm like, oh, I'm going to have this thought about this thing I watched. It's just that that is what we're consuming and that's the content we're looking at. And whether it's something really helpful or not, that's what my brain was kind of looping on. So I wasn't able to be as present as I'd like to be sometimes because it would just be going on a loop in my head, like something that I saw earlier that day or just something related to social media and my phone. So I just think that the amount of presence I've had as well has been so awesome. And I think we can all relate to a time when we're having dinner with a loved one or we're, you know, on date night or, you know, hanging out with our friends and we go on our phones and it's just the worst to be with someone who is scrolling on their phones And there's other things to do on your phone besides social media. So sometimes people are texting or whatever it is. It doesn't always have to be social media. But I think that I've become a lot more present in these instances. And I don't even, I don't think, I know I have. And it just feels really good to show up somewhere and be really present and to know that you were fully 100% there with that person. And then the time becomes much more intentional too. So I really think that that was one of my favorite takeaways from this experience is just the presence that you're able to have when your mind isn't elsewhere is so, so awesome. And it's really great for building healthy relationships as well. So those are kind of the main things I took away and learned from this break from social media. I'm so grateful that 
it got to such a point where I had to do this because I'm telling you guys, I I've had to do this. Like, I don't know what I would have done if I had kept going on. My brain was just not functioning the way that I wanted it to be functioning, that I normally function. It, I was just so, it was not in a good place. So I feel like a brand new person. I feel so much better and I'm so excited to come back on in a much more intentional way. So I wanted to kind of share the things I wanted to implement now that I'm going to be back because I think that that's really important is to not just go back to the old habits, but to instill new ones. And I'm going to actually get into that idea of kind of reassessing your habits, instilling new habits on a future guest episode. So look out for that one. That one's coming out soon. But I sort of mentioned a couple of these already, but the first thing I'm going to implement is creating before I consume. So creating and sharing my own content instead of consuming others' content and scrolling on other people's content. I think that I was consuming before I created in the past. And I think the main thing now is that I want to just be really ruthless about getting on, posting what I want to post, creating what I need to create, interacting with you guys, doing things that are going to be purposeful and intentional, promoting the podcast episodes, like sharing the educational videos I make on Avanuri Wellness or just tips that I like to share on stories, whatever it is, posting and doing my content creation. And then when I want to consume other people's content, doing that at the end of the day when everything else is said and done and my to-do list is done, everything is already out of the way so I can just do that and not feel like it's a distraction or a kind of procrastination mechanism and instead just scroll for X amount of time because I'm done with everything and I can just kind of feel good about it and not feel like it's taking over my entire life. I'm also going to start implementing timers when I scroll. So it's this idea of really just intentionally scrolling and Intentional scrolling, like intentional eating, involves setting up a conscious intention for why I'm scrolling. So maybe it's just like, I've had a long day, I feel like scrolling, so I'm going to do it, but I'm going to set a timer so I don't go crazy and scroll for two hours. So I think a big part of that for me is just not letting myself lose track of time with timers and also just setting up an intention of knowing why I'm going on to scroll because sometimes it would be so subconscious like I said that I didn't even know why I was on social media I was like this is I don't even know how I got here so as with all the other things I talk about with intentional eating and just intentional living it all comes back to a clear loving intention and scrolling on social media is no different I say this phrase a lot but I'm a firm believer in How you do one thing is how you do everything. So intentional scrolling is a big thing that I'm going to be implementing as well. And then I mentioned this earlier as well, but doing quarterly breaks from social media, taking a break. And I want to do one week every quarter and I'm not holding myself to that right now. I'm not kind of planning it out yet, but I think that just generally I want to a few times a year, hopefully four times a year take these intentional breaks from social media as well so I can take a step back and hopefully these weeks can also be weeks where I take a step back from just my business and everything else like that and regroup, reset, set goals and work on the business and on 
these things instead of working in them and working in the social media and doing the content creation, kind of working on more strategic things on the back end. And I think that this is a great time to do it when I'm not on social media and I'm also resetting my dopamine pathways and things like that. So those are kind of the main ways I want to change the way that I'm approaching social media. And hopefully that can provide some inspiration for you if you've been dealing with similar things or you also have been wanting to improve your relationship with social media, but also just improve your relationship with yourself, which I think that this whole experience has definitely done for me. I wanted to end also with just some reminders. If you're dealing with a social media addiction, if you feel like you're also dealing with some of the things I was talking about earlier, maybe you're in a rut, maybe you've been really anxious lately or just not feeling it, I want to remind you that A, sometimes you just have to take a step back and that gives you all the clarity that you need. And B, you're allowed to press the pause button. You're allowed to press the pause button when everyone else makes it seem like you can't and makes it seem like you're a failure if you do or that you won't be successful or that you're going to miss out or whatever the limiting belief is for you. You're allowed to press the pause button and have that be a loving act and have that be an act of radical self-love and self-care. And not only are you allowed to, but sometimes it's necessary and really beneficial to. So I hope that this serves as permission for you if you feel like you can't, that you can and sometimes you should. And I'm not going to say that you specifically listening should do anything, but for me, that's how it was. And the message was loud and clear inside of me and you can check inside with yourself. And as I always say, take what works for you, leave the rest and just really focus on what does resonate, but you're allowed to take a break. You're allowed to take a step back. And the last thing I'll say is a little bit of tough love, I guess. And this is something that I also learned from this experience is that there is always time. There's actually way more time than you think. I felt like I didn't have time to do anything before I took this break. And then I realized that my time was just not going into things that needed to be done. My mentor says this thing. He says, We all have 24 hours in a day and we all do what's important to us in those 24 hours. So really, I'll leave with this. Take a long, hard look at how you're spending your 24 hours and be really just, and I've said this multiple times in this episode, be really honest with yourself. Is my time being spent the way that I want it to be spent? And mine wasn't. And I had to be honest with myself about that. And maybe there's something that you're doing that also is preventing you from feeling like you have enough time because your time's not being allotted to the things that you need to do, whatever those things may be. So there's always time. We make time for what's important to us. And if you feel like you don't have time, it may be a great time to look at where you're spending it and where you can make adjustments to live a better, healthier, happier life, a life that feels aligned for you. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that I feel a lot more aligned in my life now than I did 30 days ago. And I'm so grateful for this whole experience. And I'm grateful that you all were so patient with me as I was experiencing it. So thank you. And thank you for listening. I hope this episode was helpful, that it provided some inspiration for you in some way, shape or form. And I just hope you enjoyed listening to my experience with this little 30 day social media cleanse. And I'm just really excited to be back on the mic 
mic. We have so many amazing guest episodes and solo episodes coming up in these next few months. And I can't believe that 2022 or what am I saying? 2023 is almost over. Jesus Christ. Anyway, stay tuned for all of the amazing episodes to come. Also, there is a very exciting podcast update coming soon. So stay tuned for that. And thank you again for listening. I'll talk to you all in the next episode. We have a really fun guest episode coming out next week on Wednesday. So I'll talk to you all then. Bye.